Fireside Podcast. And we're back to a full compliment. Everyone's here. Ross Dewar. Hello. Billy Kirkpatrick again. Hello. Craig Gregor. Evening. And Matthew Thompson. Hello. And that's our live studio audience. Um, it's, it's good to be here. And uh, well, first, oh jeez, <laughs> we, we have to get him ejected. Can we get, can we get him ejected, please? <laughs> um, first order of business. Uh, shock news at the weekend. Was it the weekend? Um, it was the weekend that Dunfermline won. A game of football. Mm-hmm. I can't believe it. I can't get over it. Um, don't know what to say. I think that's, that's our first league win of the season. Um, yes, it was. It is. Can confirm. Unreal. What a team. The, uh, what a job Big Yogi's no, doing. Surprising enough, you know, when you appoint Yogi a manager, a manager that air decided not to uh, go for in three different occasions when they were looking for a new manager. Um, you know, the manager that all the fans actually probably tipped to be the next manager. That all the fans, most of the fans wanted to be the next manager. But no, Air didn't even um, consider that option, uh, obviously. Let's look at it come back to bite us this time. Nah, um, nah, nah, nah. He's not that good. And Air and anyway, um, Horn could do with as few teams winning as possible that are below them in the league. Yeah. So that... Yeah, oh, just, that, that I, th- I, thought, I thought I'd get that out of the way. Um... <clears throat> Obviously, we had the news the other day um, of the passing of Celtic legend Bertie Ald. Uh, I mean, the last couple of weeks was lost to to legends of Scottish football in such a like a short short time time apart from each other. Yep, and rightfully so. <laughs> before the Scotland Denmark game, uh, a minute silence was observed by all the fans in the stadium uh, to, to honour two great men. I think that'll do. <laughs> anyway, um, on to that, because that's all that's really happened since last time we were here. Was, uh, the Scotland game. I know all the, all the league games. Uh, um, actually, you know what? We'll, 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 we'll put Craig happen. out his misery. We'll, nah, it doesn't happen. We'll get we'll get air air Partick out of the way. How, how are you feeling, Craig? I know you weren't weren't there because you were um, abroad, but well, I, I mean, I was, I was back in I was back in the country in time. Um, could have <laughs> could have made the second half if I'd if I'd really wanted to. Um, surprise enough, no, I did not want to. Um, it's, it's the the Jim Duffy uh, train has um has uh, it's just broken down. Uh, I, I don't know what else to say. Um, repairs. <laughs> needing some serious repairs. I think we need a replacement bus service. Uh, I mean, uh, well, yeah. Twice we've played Partick this season. Uh, twice we've lost four now in the Partick this season. That's not very good. Uh, it's just it? your bogey team, though. Um, well, but the our team fillers against. Can we just call everyone our bogey? <laughs> team? <laughs> the other bogey teams. Bogey well, teams. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the only teams we beat are it's our, disappointing. The Fairmont, um, Hamilton, and Queen of the South, which. <laughs> the only teams will need to. No, Sorry, about. Morton yeah, as well. Not, they're not a bogey team, so. It, it, it's disappointing because obviously I think Air have been quite up and down since they appointed Duffy full time. Not very up. 
the, well, no, to be there, fair, there was Duffy the first Ball few games they, was, they were doing well. There's um there's quite a lot up in, in second half performances, but we seem to um we seem to be a, a goal or two down by the time we get into the second half performance, which uh, which isn't ideal. No. Um, yeah, it's uh, not looking good for the rest of the season. As Matt has already pointed out uh, earlier, the the fact there's an eleven point gap between fifth and sixth so far in the championship. It, it, we're only fourteen games in, and a, <laughs> a ten ten team league, and there's an eleven point gap split in the top half and the bottom half. But to be fair, See, to be fair, we're top uh, of that bottom half. We are uh, joint top of the Barely. bottom. We're two, three points up bottom. I think we've only got ourselves to blame there, though. Because we we, uh, did say that the championship would be a very close league top to bottom this season. Well, it is very close. It is very close. There's just a gap between you. I mean, the relegation battle is close and the promotion battle is close. Yeah, true. Um, Um, But if anyone anyone out there likes a bet, uh, did Fermilin are 100-1 to to win the league. So, me, me me and Craig... And Craig are absolute visionaries, and we knew we did. They'd we did predict the start to be fair, yeah. Um, and they're gonna they're gonna bring it back, and they're gonna win the league. Yeah, Kilmarnock to win the league. Yeah, so, grow up. Um, you're from here, you're not allowed to. You're not allowed to have anything to do with Kilmarnock. Well, it was either Kilmarnock between for me, it was between Kilmarnock and Fermanagh and Partick. Nah, fuck, well, fuck um, all three of them. Inverness, you know, had, did start the season really well, and uh, we're high flying, and then uh, I, I think they've just kind of broken down a bit as well the past couple oh, well, weeks. They've beyond shot in the bed. They've shot all over the Threw away what? Like was it, they had a five point lead lead at some point at the top, yeah. just a few weeks ago. But yeah, it's not a, it's not looking good for Inverness. Inverness will get relegated. and Fermilin are going to win the league. Um, you're, you're first. Yeah. We'll uh, yeah. Yeah. Ah. Uh-huh. On to on to um. Last night, but it feels like it was so long ago. Scotland took on Denmark in our last World Cup qualifying group match. Um, and a win or a draw uh, well, would secure us a, a seeded spot, uh, playoff spot for next year's playoffs. Um, yeah. And uh, Craig, Craig was the only one out of all of us that thought we'd, thought we'd win. Uh, everyone Always else was sort of a bit. Everyone else is sort of unsure of how we do. I didn't realize Denmark would only have half their decent players. To be fair, well, yeah, um, they were listing. They were listing some of the players that they had missing. And, don't know, one of them's got diabetes or something, so he can't play football. Um, yeah, I, I believe uh, something with diabetes. I mean, Matt, I believe the Denmark had five players out, uh, but uh, Scotland also had five players out. Five yeah, players no, out, I'm, so. I'm not trying to take anything away from us. By the way, I'm just making yeah. excuses for flash productions. That there was um, I did see a few uh, salty Denmark fans in the timeline today, going on about how how many players they had out, and uh, all their players were just like well, in, in the timeline. Craig hundred percent went searching for it so he could inject into <laughs> his veins. All those Danish, Danish people that <laughs> Craig followed. No, it was from from all the Scottish. Um, the official Lego account was like that. Yeah, this was. is a joke. We had so many players missing in Scotland. Are acting like they've just won the World Cup. An official Carlsberg account as well. They're shite. Yeah. So no, nah, fuck Carlsberg. Fuck them. Yeah, fuck Carlsberg. Shite yep. pain. Love tenants. Yeah. Love tenants. <laughs> yep, that's what it was. Carlsberg v. Tenants. It was. Tenants came out. Uh, As always. Came out Came out the blocks flying in the first half to Tenants. 
Mm-hmm. And the, the performance was just so good. I, I still can't go over how good it was from front to back. Like, what about middle? Was the middle good? <laughs> the middle was exceptional as well, actually. It's probably one of the best Scotland performances that we've seen ever for our lifetime. Potentially, it yeah, was that good, and that and that was just Tony Ralston. So, yeah, that, birthday. That, what did they make? Five minutes, four minutes. Actually, you're right, Matt. Yeah, happy birthday, Tony Ralston. Do you fair? You got to give it to him. I thought he was about to Martin Waghorn it out the park, but he did keep it in somehow, and then because he's the best, best right back in the country. But um, Steve got so, his. Uh, Team selection spot on last night. You know, there was obviously a question of uh, where does he play the book and players, but I feel like the, deci- the right decision was you have to you have to play the players that are available there and face the consequences later if they if they do pick up bookings. Like, to be fair, he made the point in his pre-match interview. He did say that well, most of the players that were on bookings have been booked once in nine games, uh, so they really shouldn't be going out last night and getting booked. Yeah. And I think it, it played into our hands a bit that we dominated a lot of the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, so we weren't really having to give away free kicks and foul Denmark players very much because they weren't, they didn't really spend an awful long time, especially in the first half, they didn't spend an awful long time attacking us. Yeah, well, Steve Clark said through midfield. In his post match press conference, he said it's very hard for players to get booked when you only commit six fouls yeah. in a full 90 minute game of football. Yeah. So we did, I, I think we did that really well. We they they didn't sit in because obviously they're they're a good side, but they they defend well. Uh, Denmark do. Mm-hmm. They do. And, yeah. Uh, we I think we did pretty well, just moving the ball side to side and just looking for little gaps to exploit. And I think we had eight corners or something in the first half. Uh, yeah, there was a lot of corners fair, fairly early on. The corners were coming a lot, and you just knew when we kept getting so many corners that you knew something was going to come up from. But you cast our, our, yeah. our corner tactic was very, very clear what we were doing. <laughs> Put it close to the keeper and uh, crowd that six-yard box. Yeah. The referee was quite whistle-happy from the corners, though, sometimes. But... There was a few that he... Uh, there was like a lot of Denmark players around Schmeichel, and he'd come to try and clean the ball and just fall into them. And, and Kasper yeah. Schmeichel just moaning every opportunity. God, I think I think yeah. they're cleaning the tears off of the grass. Yeah. My favourite Casper Schmeichel moment actually was uh, when he got booked. Uh, no, yeah, well, it was when he got booked when uh, the ball was going to get crossed in from the left hand side and it comes clearly off the Denmark player and out for a corner. And he turns to the linesman, he does the. the, the uh, if you, you, where's, you can't where's your glasses? See. What the fuck's that? <laughs> he just didn't know, he did, and, the, um, did the John Sears celebration. He did. Yeah, he did. He was like, ah, glasses, glasses, and then the, the ref. Because I thought the ref was just going to tell him off, but, uh, ah, but it was over and a nice wee yellow card for him. Get up. Yeah. Get, yeah, get up. He was being a whiny little bitch before then. And uh, he calmed down after he got booked because he realised he couldn't whine anymore. No. But <clears throat> some of our passing play and pre- um, like passing out of the back from pressing it was just phenomenal. I know that me and Matt did talk about the same incident earlier on now. Even though we didn't realise we're talking about this incident, I just hadn't watched the video you'd sent into the chat. That was, it was like if that had came to a goal, that would have been like probably one of the better goals I've seen live. Like, come on, what one was that? The um, the one where it was just like I think it was like five passes about, and then Christie hoofed it up to Robertson, and Robertson uh, tapped yeah. it across to Adams. The one where Adams' shot was blocked, but he could have probably he scored probably it. Probably could have scored it. Should have, Robertson, should have yeah. scored it. 
It's yeah, a tough one. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, that was nice. He did have the opportunity for a shot. It's one of the ones you want your striker passing up to your fullback at that point. I know um, I slagged uh, Shea Adams finishing, but I actually felt his hold-up play was class last night, He's especially up against like, big centre-halves. Yeah. Everything about his game last night was so good. It was very- and he did, get, he did get a really nice chance fairly early on. Um, I think it was before we made it one nil. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and it was a really good. It was like a really good reaction save from Schmeichel. Maybe there wasn't really much more Trey Adams could have done. Yeah, it, it's one of the ones you couldn't really get it across the goal because of the defender there. Yeah, so uh-huh. he had to kind of go near post to go and get his foot down just in time. Yeah, yeah. No, it was very good um, yesterday. Yeah, obviously we were talking about the corners, and our first goal did come from a corner. But- I thought at first it was a bit overcooked, but uh, Liam Cooper did find himself. Well, he got himself unmarked at sort of back post <clears> just <throat> before the ball would have went out of play, and he nods it back into the centre. And uh, John Suter is also uh, pretty unmarked and just uh, heads at home. See, I, I was the same as you, but I think it was something they clearly worked on. Yeah. Well, like I said before, it was obvious our corner tactic was to just. Had it back that six yard box. You, you, could, you could see we had a clear corner uh, tactic against Israel as well, and it worked out. We got the goal in the end. I know. Mm. Um, so I'll let you. I was going to say just I know Bill has highlighted previously the work Austin McPhee's done, and um, we did. Say, yeah. He did actually say on Friday he said I did, and uh, God, it's sometimes my um, foresight is is frightening. Um, I I think no I think although it was a good performance I I still think we lacked a bit of clinicalness in the final third I think yeah. that will naturally come with time yeah. uh, and I still think we on one or two occasions not as many as previous games but we're still given possession away rather cheaply so not a perfect performance but a good performance certainly a lot of positives to take in but still one or two negatives for me. I think you got it's to uh, put it into perspective as well, like where we've came from and Denmark's quality. I don't know. How long ago was the Kazakhstan game now? How far have we come since? March twenty nineteen. So what two and a half two and a half years and since then we've qualified for the Euros, got a World Cup playoff, matched our World Cup qualification points <clears throat> um, yeah. record. Got a home playoff at that, sorry. Um Yes, he did play off Six as well. wins in a row, six competitive wins in a row. Second yeah. seed now for the Euro 24 draw, which is massive. So It's a lot better. I, I kind of, I, I suppose I do agree with Bill that maybe we don't have the, again, if it's a word, clinicalness but, that we would probably look for. I don't think we have the strikers that have that, but I don't necessarily, I understand that's not a good thing, but I'm past the point of thinking that that's a serious hindrance. Yeah, I think until we get to play bigger teams and where you're only going to get one chance, two chances a game. But the way that we're playing at the moment is we're creating multiple chances. Yeah, we are. Like that's the thing. We the amount of shots we had at the Euros, although we mm-hmm. only obviously scored one goal, but um, we created so many chances. Um, and our strikers that we've got, they're not they're not goal scorers, but they are good at what they do, which does bring. He likes him again when everybody's playing and Christie into the game more. Um, who probably will score more goals. McGinn especially. He was our top scorer this campaign. So, mm-hmm. 
Um, <clears throat> they just they just all seem to be clicking right now, and if if they do start becoming more clinical, then I I genuinely think <coughs> they've got the belief right now where they could go and believe they could match anyone. Yeah, I it kind of annoys me that we're not going to play again until March. Yeah, which is like such a long time away. Yeah. Hopefully, Billy Gilmore plays before March. I think it's one. I think it's one. I I can confirm that I cannot find the dictionary definition for clinicalness. Um, well, we'll make it. Nah, <laughs> that's the title of the podcast <laughs> sorted. Yep. Uh, you just. I you would just say. I don't. I don't even know what you'd say in that. I can't even remember what Billy said. It's clinicality. That's what I'm going with. Um. If someone does know, please tweet us to give us the correct term. Yeah, okay, we lack the <laughs> clinical edge in the final third. There we go, right? Is that I'd, best? I'd say clinicalness if I was you. <laughs> no, don't <laughs> say clinicalness. Not a word. Um... I think it's the first oh. time like we go into games actually somewhat confident in a long time instead of the usual, oh, we're going to just part of the bus and try to play for a 1-0 we're actually like, going at teams and playing yeah. nice football and moving, a bo- moving the ball around nicely and... See, and see if we do get that first goal like Steve Clark's teams are so good at just soaking up the pressure and like although it was a nervy uh, last well before we got the second it was a nervy last 15-20 minutes uh, the other day yesterday um, but we just always seem to to be first there, first to clear it, first to it was it was good. It was brilliant. Yeah, I agree. Uh, and even though it was a little bit nervy, I, d- I didn't really f- ever feel like we were going to concede. No, it actually would have been was, against the run of play considerably yeah, as well. No, the only one, I, the only one I can think of is the one in the I think it was it second half. <clears> it's kind of scuffed. Where Craig Gordon yeah. had to make the save, but it ended up being offside anyway. Yeah, it was a good the, save. There was one they kind of scuffed a wee bit at one point. Um, there, yeah, there was the one that got deflected by was it Suter or Cooper? I can't remember. I don't actually I think it was both two. Was it? And then it went just wide. Yeah, that was in the second half, I think. There was there was some there was some good blocks made. Um, mm-hmm. um, just block just block defend, defending well when we had to. Like we came out in the second half and we were a bit under the cosh mm-hmm. for the first sort of fifteen twenty minutes. Yep, and um. We just we just sat well we didn't sit in but we applied pressure in the right places and just like won a couple of sort of key free yeah. kicks just, and then we're able, we're able to try and break out from them. You could just see, uh, a few of them just weren't the best, but you could just see by the end of the game though how knackered like every player was, like how much yeah. effort they put into that game to try and get that win, which was which was really good. Like there was no mm-hmm. half-arsed uh-huh. efforts in anything. Well, Andy Robertson was. Quite clearly feeling it, but uh, yeah. I think that was a slightly uh, tactical one. Nah, Jurgen Klopp. Um, well, well because the because the the defender was already stripped and ready to come on. Yeah, and, uh, he did sit down uh, mid play and just just go nah fuck this. And the ball was kicked out for him. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, but I think, yeah, because I think I think we kicked the ball out and we ended up getting the ball back again from it, which was yeah. Um, par. Yeah. We had obviously we got the second goal late on. Uh, Armstrong uh, did pass it left, and he did. 
we got a goal from it. If only that had happened. I was I was having extreme flashbacks when he played that played that ball because I just I thought I just thought that I think it was Sisto who was ended up being the deepest player. Yeah, yeah. it was a shame for him to be. I thought he'd have a lot more pace than Adams would at that point. Yeah, in the game, uh, and I just thought he was going to get it, and I was like, "We're going <laughs> to—he's going to get that, and then we're going to do something stupid and concede." Yeah, because it would be tip- like, well, not anymore, but old, old like, style Scotland would be typical to do something like that, wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, sure. it was a good finish. I, I've got, yeah, I've got to say, I think I, I think I just said that in the group chat was like, "Che uh, Adams has been particularly good tonight," and. uh I think we mentioned that maybe not his finishing hadn't been the best, and then about two minutes later, he scored scored from a, yeah. a very good finish. It's easy to panic, I think, in those situations and just essentially blast the ball near the goalie. Yeah, he takes a touch and it, it it's like it so just it's comes cool. nicely for him and he can just put it round the goalkeeper. Yeah, he uses his strength to get in front of the Denmark boy. Mm-hmm. It takes a oh, he, touch. He used, a bit, he used a bit of extra <laughs> pace. He, he must have yeah. stored some for because he was. He, yeah, he did game, look absolutely so. knackered. And, mm-hmm. yeah. Just used a bit of extra pace, and then the Denmark boy he had he couldn't do anything. He was he couldn't make a tackle really. He was running behind him, so he would have got himself sent off if he'd done anything. Then, um, yeah, as Matt said as well, it was his last Scotland game till March now, which is a. Uh, it's tough when we're playing so well. It's obviously you keep you want to yeah, some more international breaks. I mean, you think about how it's many love hate relationship. You think about how many like um, changes sometimes happen in those long breaks. Like obviously, I don't want the squad to change really at all. I'd play. I'd play the playoff tomorrow. Yeah. No, the only thing that really, really cha- would change would be if anyone's injured or if yeah, like other players come. All other players come back from injury and come yeah, into Yeah, like form, obviously so the players that were missing. Hopefully some of our yeah, stars get more game time. Uh-huh. Yeah, the thing is, like, how much longer can... I mean, don't get me wrong, Billy Gilmore is one of the first names on the team sheet, but it's really hard when he doesn't play football. Uh, yeah, well, you could see, like, like, I could see him... I could see him getting recalled in uh, January if he doesn't, if he doesn't start playing. Game time, cause it's really, don't get me wrong, again, he'll get called up to the next squad, and I'm not going to complain about it, but if he's playing less than 10 minutes a game, if anything... Just for fitness-wise, it really worries me. Yeah, you could see like, really, like, he was to play 90 minutes. Um, you could see he was really struggling with that. But yeah, like, like Sabella Gilmore, like, he, I don't, apart from your big six, which even then you could probably argue for him to start in some of them, um, he started from pretty much every team in the Prem. If only there was a Scottish team that needed a midfielder. Yeah, no but... Uh, maybe maybe Steve will take him to Aston Villa. Yeah, um, that's fine. Right, no, I, I think I think I said I think I think I said on Friday that uh, he could maybe go to the gym with John. He could he could go on loan to Aston Villa and he could maybe go to the gym with John McGinn. Well, like um, how to use his arms. Yeah, get 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 that lower body like John <laughs> McGinn, and then then we'll be on to a winner. Be, our midfield will be loving it. Yeah. I didn't enjoy when the Danish manager went mental and McKinn just flat, yeah, flattened vision. one of the guys. <laughs> but um, back to what I was saying, so that's uh, the last game of the year. So um, obviously there'll be the, the Scottish International Player of the Year will be announced at some point, I'd imagine. Um, I, I think it only a, goes to one man, uh, Tony Ross. I, don't, Tony, I, don't, I, Tony generally, I generally don't have a clue who I would pick. John McGinn. Um, also big Tony. For me. I've seen quite a few shouts for for Tierney. 
I love Kieran Tierney in a Scotland top. I love Kieran Tierney in every top. But yeah, I, 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 I suppose it depends because you'll always sort of go towards an attacking player and someone that contributes goals. True. Um, but everyone in that team, you know what? Just give it to the, all of them. Just anyone that's got a cap this year, just give it to them. They all deserve it. Congratulations to the Player of the Year, Jacob Brown, on your uh, ten well, minutes. What a performance! Um, no, I, did, I don't. Did we mention the the last the last chance that we got when we're Adams headers it back across the box? Oh, we for, didn't. No. The, the, uh, the one where I'm strong confused by. Uh, I did try and mention it when folks said that, like, there was a couple of good blocks in the game. Yeah, that was very. That was there wasn't really much more that. Armstrong could do vo- like with a volley. Um, he just had to go for yeah, get on target and uh, was <clears throat> care or whatever, however you pronounce yeah, his yeah. name. Yeah, the Denmark captain just makes an, an unbelievable block, yeah. block. It didn't really mean mean anything at that point because the game was won. Um, yeah, just it would have been nice to get be able to celebrate another goal, wouldn't it? Although I don't know. Uh, for some reason, um, I don't know what you've heard the comment. Well, obviously he's watched it on TV, but uh, Alan McCoy started shouting, "Oh no!" Before Armstrong hit the ball, was he? In, I don't he understand. In you, yeah. Uh, poor <laughs> Ali. What what voice he did have last night's probably gone. It's gone. Uh, he's a national hero. Yeah, he did. He did. He did sound very, very ropey in yeah. in the commentary booth from the from kickoff. Really, well, there are yeah. the commentators that have got though. If there's anyone out there who doesn't like uh, an Alan McCoy's co commentary, then uh, they're just lying to themselves. I like that, yeah, especially when we score. Yeah. I guess we would. It's, it's, it's even yeah, when we score late. He just screams, he screams and you're like, oh, yes! <laughs> yeah. But uh, what's that, that, guy, that wee English guy on TikTok calls him, uh, calls all these Scottish commentators funny commentators getting so excited when Scotland score? I think that's hilarious. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> glad everyone else yeah. did as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what was? Yeah, Scott was saying. Scott was saying, "What the fuck?" Okay, Craig fuck. was saying, "It's the last Scotland game till next year." So it was the first international break March then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Thank fuck. I mean, I like watching Scotland playing, but holy fuck, does it get boring? See that see went from like the last weekend of league games. Like through to the first international, it was so boring. And then after the last international to the next league games or like club games, it just. Oh. See, I don't mind international breaks. It usually just breaks up the shit. Yeah. yeah, I mean, for a while there, for the last like year and a half, it's really saved me from being a Celtic fan. Although oh, I kind of want the Rangers fall apart. So. Yeah, I know. Football. I mean, apparently. Uh, um... So to digress ever so slightly, apparently uh, Duo was back in Glasgow today. Wait, I was really hoping he would get ranked up. I, I, I thought he went to London. Uh, he didn't go to London, but he came. He was on a chartered uh, flight to Glasgow today. So mean I was really, really, really hoping for ranked up after his Crystal Palace job. Yeah, he did really well there. <laughs> um, back, to, back, to, back to Scotland because, you know, it's um, all about the Scotland. It's all about the Scotland. I good. think, uh, what's his face? I forgot his name. Callum McGregor. 
And I, I, I liked watching him last night. He sort of goes a bit unnoticed. He was very good. In, yeah. in a Scotland shirt sometimes, but he, he just did really well, sort of like taking the ball and then distributing again. Him and Billy Gilmore together yeah, in midfield. They just so really are very similar sort of players. I think they were really good They're together. All similar, but they also do all offer ever so slightly different things. Yeah, and actually, Callum McGregor is probably an example for Billy Gilmore of how he, he doesn't need to uh, get an arse like John McGinn. But how he actually has to get game time. He yeah. has to get. Yeah. Well, he doesn't. He doesn't. Cal- need to get Cal- game Cal- game can tell him a bit about game time. What's that? Billy Gilmore could not play a single minute until March, and he'd still walk into the team. That's, that's a thing. He would. He, he yeah, just, yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Would. I'd just. I'd, 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 one of I'd the just pro- be worried about it. I'd be worried about someone not having full. Yeah, like it is. Match fitness. I don't get how that Daniel Lord Farquhar, I can't remember his name, um, how he watched Billy Gilmore playing in the Scotland top and didn't think, oh, I could chuck this guy into my squad. Does he... Why did they take him on loan? That's what I don't get. Unless he's an absolute dick in training. I, I know he did. Yeah. Um, the, only the, thing, the only thing I can think is, yeah, like Matt said, if he's an absolute dick in training or if it's not management level, like, see if it's. Like maybe he's pumped. I bet Delia Smith sat there and went, "See that fucking Billy Gilmore? Don't you dare play him! Don't you dare play him!" <laughs> he, he did. Um, apparently, the Norwich manager did say that he wanted to only play the players that he actually had. Yeah, brought. we're not he here to develop play, players. He didn't want to play loan players unless he really had to. Well, then why take them? Why take them? Yeah. As I say, at that point, just use youth players. Well, not youth players, but reserve players, like squad yeah. rotation. I guess it maybe maybe it wasn't his decision to sign them. Yeah, maybe yeah, not. Maybe that. I don't think know. Do you reckon? Do you reckon Big Delia signed him and then was like, you know what, don't play him? Or maybe he signed him and then Daniel Farker's like, nah, I'm not going to play him. I'd rather play Strange. other players. No, wait, I'm I mean, sorry, I'm not. I'm not. I'm, I'm not leaving her alone. It's her fault. A stupid fucking. Not actually. All the help they can get. I don't know what the hell was going through Mister Farker's head when he was not playing him and playing. You know, Ken McLean and all right is an okay player, but he's nowhere near the class of Billy Gilmer. He is the mayor. He is the mayor. I shit myself when Kenny McLean comes on the pitch for Scotland. Nah, see, I don't. I feel like Kenny McLean is... He's capable, but he just worries me. He's like Kenny McLean, but he's not a starter. Yeah, he's not the best player, but he's a... He's a worker. He was decent last night when he came on. He was doing the running. Yeah, exactly. Puts in the yards. Yeah, oh yeah. Speaking about players that were decent last night, I completely forgot to, that uh, Ferg does have to apologise for his Stephen uh, O'Donnell slander before the game. Well, no, I just said that I, I'd rather not start Stephen O'Donnell. But he was always going to start Stephen O'Donnell. He couldn't, he he couldn't call up Ralston and then play Ralston over a player that he called up to the actual first team. So nah, you can't do that, though. Because yeah. Big Tony's a bricklayer. And he's got that grit and determination. He came. He actually he came off site because he had perfect bricklaying conditions and he came off site for the Scotland squad that's a true they story you've, de- you've deprived that man of hundreds of pounds they laughed in Neymar's face he did laugh in Neymar's face and then his career right, he was only about 12 at that point come on leave that out come on that's all we know like one game against uh, PSG like four years ago but he got absolutely battered exactly. but he laughed in Neymar's yeah, face he got absolutely shattered um <laughs> to be yeah. fair Neymar deserved someone laughing in his face that night he did, he did. That, big, big Tony has Matured uh, significantly over the over the off season in the summer, and yeah. still only twenty two. Uh, another good contender for the squad. No, he's actually twenty three now. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah, no, it, it does. It's, it's surprising how young he is. Well, yeah, yeah. Like considering it, just feels like he's been about for about twenty years already. We do have um, a good few young players in there. The squad depth and all that. So, and as long as they get, they're getting decent minutes at, at decent clubs, then uh, I'll be happy. Um, but it, it was a successful international break for yeah. for Scotland. Um, yeah. yeah, two we, wins. We could, we could go seeded, on for hours about Scotland, to be fair. I know yeah, I could. I seeded, seeded in the playoffs. Um, we'll get a home draw and the draws made next we, Friday. Week and Friday, yep. Home draw and could get a home final as well. With a flip and of the, the coin. Yeah, the, there, there's, there's some tough teams though in the, in the draw. To be fair, two, two teams is all I'd say that I would really say that would struggle against Portugal and Pol- Italy. Poland are in the draw, aren't they? Poland, yeah. nothing special. Pol- yeah, yeah, Poland, yeah, just, they, they do have, they do have one of the best players in the world. Nothing special. Yeah, but take him out and they're by average. Well, they've still got another one of the best players. They've got Matty Cash. <laughs> That's nothing special. Are we doing predictions? We've got predictions to do? Yes, well, Craig's, Craig's made them. I don't have them, so... Okay, so what's uh, the first one? Okay, I'll read them out in one minute. We've got, uh, obviously, we are moving into the, the League Cup semi-finals next weekend. Uh, Rangers are going in there without a manager, so... Uh, uh, you'll, you'll find we'll, we yeah, have a caretaker the, yeah. of 27 different uh, men that can take... <laughs> no, it's actually four. four. <laughs> it was like 27. Uh, one of them's a former before, player, He's so. probably on TV duty at the weekend, so he won't be there. Um, yeah. Former air player, Brian guy? Gilmore. Yep. Uh, the guy that and runs a lottery. It, yeah, the guy it's just the, the same name. He doesn't um, actually run the lottery. What's his, what's his name? Colin... Um, oh, was it? Colin Stewart. There we go. I was about to say Colin Jackson for some reason. I don't know why. I, I was going to say Lambie. I, was, I don't know why that came to my head. But... And then evidently the fourth guy is not important because no one uh, can remember. David McCallum. <laughs> Thank you. Didn't know his name. Um, so yeah, we're going to the first game, which is a Celtic versus St. Johnson in the cup semi-final. <laughs> Oh yeah, I forgot that I go first, don't I? <laughs> <laughs> nice one, dickhead. Um, uh, he's I, not used to that. He's not used to uh, actually taking the taking the lead on these. I can't see. I know that Celtic, so Johnson will be going for the retaining the cup, but I feel like Celtic are just too strong right now, so it's going to be a three 0 victory. Well, Saturday brings uh, an eternal hope for St Johnston. Can they? Can they win? Can they not? Uh, I don't think they can. I think Celtic and Angebal are too strong for the St. Johnstone's players. Um, and I'm going to predict Angebal 2, St. Johnston Ball 0. St. Johnston Ball. Yep. Do you forgot the manager's name, Bill? No, just, not uh, the just, ball. No. Well, I'm going to controversially say 1-0 <laughs> to St. Johnston. Wonder what. <laughs> I wonder why he'd say that. Oh, it's just a good uh, cup team. Yeah, yeah everyone, everyone likes good. mention it. How I good a cup team they look are. At the form going into this game, and obviously seen that St. Johnson are the favourites going in form. Yeah, I think uh, 4-0. in a cup game. 4-0 Celtic. Yeah, as I was going double-checking the who there, Matt. No pissing about. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, 
eight nil to Celtic. Eight, 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 eight. Um, uh, you I, know what? I've, I've got more reluctant than yours. That is, yeah. You say that. I can't wait for next Tuesday's podcast. Um, I've got the spreadsheet up now, so take take that uncomfortable part off, Craig. He didn't didn't like the responsibility. I know what you mean. Um, Rangers, Hibs, uh, managerless Rangers. Managerless Rangers against absolutely dreadful Hibs right now. (laughs) This is only going one way. It's going to be a nil-nil. Well, I mean, with these two teams, it's it's like watching two drunk folk fight outside a kebab shop at three in the morning. Um, It's a bit disrespectful for the team that's top of the league. Well, no, if you think about it, if you think about it, you've got managerless Rangers being managed by uh, Ford folk they've dragged in outside Ibrox. I thought you said a Ford Focus. (laughs) Did those Jermaine Defoe what? Fans down in England doing TV, come on. Jermaine's who are utterly hopeless. Um... Rangers' defence isn't as good as people think they were and not as good as last season. Hibs can't defend, period, um, because they've got a hammer throw at centre-back. So I'm going to go score draw 1-1. I'm just going to slander every team this week on this prediction list. Well, apparently neither team can defend, but the the attacks of the other teams are only scoring one goal each. Yep. And the attacks aren't very good either. Roger, come on. Um, 9-0 Rangers or something. I'm going to say 2-1 Rangers. Come on, Jay, you meant to do a realistic... Um, yeah, well, that's not even realistic, bro. I'm, I'm gonna go to two 0 Rangers. I still think Hibs are too bad. Hibs are fucking shocking, but they are pretty bad. I, I, it just depends, like, because really Rangers would have to get in their new manager tomorrow for him to really sort of actually make have much of an impact. Well, according to oh well, no, they're a Sunday game, aren't they? So he could he could have till Thursday. Really. According to. Uh, Glasgow Live uh, Geo is away back to Amsterdam and is awaiting um, to be offered a contract or not well 1-0 to Hibs then because see, I don't see them having a manager uh, in time Hibs have only had the, the four losses in a row to be fair so they're already for them. Yeah, they, they turn it around against a, a team that's oh, on the clay so yeah. <laughs> you know, between, the, between yeah. the two international breaks they did, they did just lose three games um, yeah but nah but yeah but Maybe that's international, but it'll turn it around. Yeah, exactly. I love it. They had a player called up to the national team. I love it. Okay. Two. Exactly. There you go. Um, next up, league duty for Dundee United and Aberdeen. Uh, Dundee United, obviously the home team. Gregor, tell um, us. You know, Aberdeen looked like they were going to start playing well again, and then they get uh, pumped to an off Motherwell. Uh, so I don't know. I think I think Dundee United might win this one because they're. Not doing too bad, so it's going to go for a two-one Dundee United win. Um, oh, well, I think Aberdeen are going to turn it around. I think there's a lot of pressure being put on Aberdeen, and I think the the boys will be able to handle. It. I'm going to go two-one Aberdeen. Um, I'm going to hit it with a classic score draw, one all. Um, I'm going to agree with you. I think one each. Uh, uh, fuck me. Nah, I think Aberdeen come out, come away one nil winners here. Uh, next up, Kelly host our broth. And that's gonna be a Dick Campbell masterclass I've ever seen one before uh, with a one each draw. 
I can do the cake, one each. Where are you going? I was yawning. Um, also, I was uh, tabbed out as well. <laughs> St- staring into the camera. <laughs> trying, to, um, trying to steer us down. 4-0, uh, Kelly. All right, it's going to be absolutely doing. <laughs> I'm going to go 2-0, Kelly. Took me a long time to say that. Um, oh, just... Uh... Two one, two one, Kelly. Don't know. Um, next up, Partick at home to lowercase Hamilton. Yeah, uh, uppercase Hamilton. Not too bad. Too. <laughs> and I just got like a six nil Partick red all over it. Yeah. <laughs> like um, a number. Yeah, I think the number I'm going to go for is half of six, three. Think. Thanks for clarifying that. Think I wasn't Hamilton sure. better defending than us, probably. Actually. I think <laughs> one nil. <laughs> no, to Partick. I'd say Hamilton's defense is about on par with theirs defense. So I'm going to say four, four nil. <clears throat> I really was. I was going to buck the trend here, but I can't. <laughs> I can't, I can't risk uh, dropping any more points here. So. Uh, Fuck it, 5 0 parting. There we go. Um, Airdrie are at home and they host Cove Rangers. Um, it's going to be a tough game. Uh, I'm going to go for a 2 0 draw. I'm going to go for score draw. 4 4. <laughs> Tell you what, that was intense. Um, I'm going to go score draw 1 all. The eight um, for another Airdrie. Nah, I think in a tight game, Airdrie win two one. I don't care about Diddy League well, one league. If team. any if anyone was paying attention to the spreadsheet there, uh, I did put in one one before anyone put any other score and everyone else has went for a score draw Not apart me. from Matt. So I'm going I'm going score draw one each. Um Yeah. Next up, Falkirk host Montrose. Um a 2 0 Montrose victory because fuck Falkirk. Uh, I'm going to go for score draw 2 2. Falkirk. Oh, he's got far too many score draws. Uh, this week. Falkirk to win uh, 1 0. Uh, I'm going to go um, 2 0 Falkirk. I'm going to go 2 1 Falkirk. And finally, uh, your certainty of the week Kelty Hearts take on Stenhouse Muir. See, you say you're certain to the week for but you know, Kit Sinners we're on a five game win streak, so Great. And uh for that I'm going to go for a two one Stenhouse victory. Kelty Hearts will lose their first game of the season. Okay. Well, yeah. I don't know what my colleague here has been drinking or smoking. He's sniffing glue uh, to in that estimation. Um this is gonna be an absolute drubbing. An absolute drubbing. I'm going to go for Kelty Hearts. 2 0. No, I'm going to go for Kelty Hearts 5. Stenhouse Muir 1. Um, I'm going to say Stenhouse Muir are going to win 2 1. At least uh, some of them are remembering the Kelty Hearts going to win 2 0. 
It makes me anxious. Craig um, said somebody was saying some. You changing mine? I made I made the mistake last week. I said five nil Kelty Heart, so uh, I'm only going to say three nil Kelty Hearts this week. Yeah. Um, and that 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 rounds it all up. Uh, Craig and Billy. Craig and Billy. Fuck me. Craig and you're the only stupid boys in that last game. But, well, I'll be sending you know. uh, uh, Nigel Farage meme into the chat after the Senhouse move win. You all laughed at me. Okay. Mm-hmm. That sounds really good. I'm really not, looking forward to laughing it's not, at No, that. it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. <laughs> um, I've also realised also realized, uh, during this, I'm, I'm going to miss the semi-final on Saturday. I've made, I've made uh, other plans and... Ooh. I will not be able. I will, I will not catch it. It's a shame. Um, I thought you were going to say the big news, such as um, the fact that you're now bottom of the, the leaderboard and Matt is above you. No, that's really? that's, that's not news. <laughs> Matt oh, had done it for like half of it. It's not. It's not news. I mean, we won't mention the news. fact that Matt's only three we points behind we, me. We, but um, we've are, established. We've, we've established. <laughs> I'm just not good at the prediction. You're three points behind me, but you are twelve points clear of Ferg, Matt. Yeah, we've established. I'm just not good at the predictions. Okay. Hey, Wales are giving this a go. They are. Um, okay, yeah, we're still recording, Matt. You don't... <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's giving it, he's telling him. Right, that's context yeah, to when true. we've recorded the podcast. As if anyone was, um, it was 9 that's true. Yeah. It, it is currently the 61st minute in the Wales game. That's, that's actually the 62nd minute. Oh, I'm so sorry. 63rd minute, technically. Anyway, Go. I've also noticed that uh, I've said two, two pronunciations of uh, Tony Ral- uh, Ralston's name. Tonight, I said the fucking Tory version and the fucking Honey uh, normal version. So, yeah, so we'll move on. Uh, say b- bye bye, Billy. B- b- bye bye, everybody. <laughs> what a cunt. Uh, Craig, say goodbye. Goodbye. Matt. Toodles. Toodles, yeah. Jure. Speech. Goodbye and God, God bless. God bless. <laughs> Yeah, well, he fucked. He fucked it. Um, like, usually Drew does a big speech, so I'll do it. If you've stuck around this long, thank you for listening, everyone. Uh, hope you enjoyed it. Oh, no, uh, what a uh, fans. I'll, I'll see you later. Uh, good night and God bless everyone. <laughs>